Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening, welcome. This episode of The Little Big Year is a follow-up to an interview session back in February. Unfortunately, our recording this time around had some technical difficulties at the beginning, so we're getting creative with the editing process. It may seem a little disjointed for a bit, but eventually the interview will play without further interruptions. Here's Ruby letting you know who the subject of this episode will be. Hello, Mr. Kemp. That's right. We're checking back in with Big Ear Birder and friend Mr. Tom Kemp. Ruby started off her interview in late July with perhaps the most important question. How many birds have you gotten so far? My number right now is 628. Wow! Super impressive. Ruby exclaimed that that was about triple our total, which is about right. We're still stuck at 195 species for the year. Ruby followed up that question by asking Tom how many states he's visited so far. His answer? 39. What's next, Ruby? What's your favorite bird so far? Tom had mentioned last time that he really liked seeing a bat falcon because it was... Certainly the rarest bird that I've seen this year. But, but when I was sitting near some hummingbird feeders in southeast Arizona... He waited and waited, and all of a sudden... Right there, right in front of us, was this beautiful hummingbird from Mexico. And, and so I got a big charge out of that one. That was, that was a good one. That hummingbird was a barreline hummingbird. Although Tom has seen them before in Mexico, it was the first time he's seen barreline hummingbird in the United States. Have you met some interesting people? I, I have. There was a, a, a little ranch, again, in, in southeast Arizona called Ash Canyon and they have a great great feeder system with hummingbird feeders and suet feeders and peanut butter feeders and, and seed feeders and there were birds galore there and and deer would come in to feed in the yard and and uh, uh, wild pigs javelinas um, but those people that that ran that um, it's called the Ash Canyon Wildlife Sanctuary they were really nice people and very, very helpful. Uh, met a nice couple from, from Oklahoma, and I introduced myself uh, by showing them a dead snake that I had just found along the road. I, I found that to be a good conversation starter. <laughs> and they were very interested. Do you want to take a look at this dead snake? Yeah. You like snakes? I see you have a camera. So they took some pictures of the dead snake. Tom said he met a lot of nice people along the way, which prompted Ruby to ask, And have you met anybody that wasn't nice? Tom's response was quick and not really surprising to us. He said no, and it's not surprising that Tom Kemp didn't bump into any unfriendly people. He's one of the nicest people we know, and it's rather hard to believe that someone would be nasty to him. In fact, he highlighted another person he met along the way, that showed just how generous some people can be to a perfect stranger. He ended up with a flat tire in Arizona and immediately had help from several people, including, including a young man who, who offered to, to go home and, and get a long crowbar so I could actually take the, the uh, lug nut off the flat tire 
and and replace it. And I said, do you want your crowbar back? He says, no, no, you can keep it. I have I have an extra one at home. <laughs> I said, well, well, thanks. So it's still in my car. I still have the extra crowbar. <laughs> All right. No more interruptions from the narrator. Enjoy the rest of the interview. What's the plan for the rest of the year? I have I have uh, two major trips planned, which is um, what I had planned from the beginning. The, mm -hmm. the, the first one is actually a week from today, and that's going to be in North Carolina. And mm -hmm. I'll be going offshore two days in a row into the Gulf Stream to look for shearwaters and storm petrels and, and other offshore species. So that's the first one. And then in late September, I'll be going out to Washington and Oregon and doing some coastal birding uh, and also two pelagic trips out there. So that'll be fun. I was disappointed. I, I had to cancel my California pelagic trip, mm. but but uh, would have been too crazy logistically. Ask him what pelagic means. <laughs> what is Pelagic, pelagic, mean? pelagic refers to open ocean species, so birds that typically you can't find any place else other than way out on the ocean. So we can we can refer to pelagic birds like shearwaters and storm petrels or pelagic mammals like dolphins and whales and, and things like that. Sharks. And sharks. Okay, sixth one. What do you like best about a big year? Um, I've, I've said from the very beginning that, that my, my goal was to, to revisit some of the places that I had seen many, many years ago and to reacquaint myself with some of the birds that I had seen many, many years ago. And I think I've done that. It's, it's been a lot of fun to see these places again. I had not seen them since, since I was 21 years wow. old, which is a long time ago. So some of these birds and some of the places I haven't seen for close to 50 years. Very touching, very touching. <laughs> I don't know how touching it is, but, but it's, been, it's been a lot of fun to do it. So I've, and I've seen so much interesting countryside. Um, the western states are just... Just beautiful. So varied. Okay. So seventh. What do you like least about doing a big year? What do I like least about about the big year? Yeah. Gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> I chose I chose the wrong year to drive thousands of miles around the country um, so yeah gas prices <laughs> That's rough. pretty brutal um, yeah but you're making up for it with your electric uh, uh, lawnmower oh that's an awesome machine I don't use that word very much but I like it a lot are you trying to advertise or something well, no, well hey if Ryobi wants to send me a lawnmower boy it's good. I can I can mow the whole lawn on one charge. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> okay. To follow that up. Follow up question. 
how much was wait how am I gonna say this how much was the what is, um the, the highest gas yeah, price? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The highest gas price. I, I'm not sure how much I actually, not sure how much I actually paid. I I think, it was certainly in California, I think I paid six twenty nine. Wow. Once, and, and I saw it advertised for either six fifty nine or six seventy nine. Wow. Um, that was by, by far the highest. That's insane. Yeah. Yes. It was insane. <laughs> Which could be described as my trip around the country. What was the lowest gas price? Well, earlier in, in January, um, I think in Texas, they were to 79 or something like that. I wish it was right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I knew I, I wasn't going to be able to. I have one question. The question is, what did he say he's at? 629? Is that Six, what he said? 628. 628. So <clears throat> looking at your list, looking at what plans you have left, what number of species left do you think is potential? I, I made a list the other day. Uh, but it had a lot of rare stuff on it. I I think with these two trips, with the North Carolina trip and with the, the West Coast trip in September, that I should be able to get 650. Yeah. Um, but I'll but I'll I'll probably have to chase a few birds. Um, I haven't I haven't missed much in the Midwest. I don't have Connecticut warbler. I don't have golden plover. I don't have Hudsonian godwit. Um, I don't have goshawk. So those are probably four I can get. And then there's some some rare gulls. I think I can chase to little gull and black-headed gull and, and things like that. Okay. So if you were gonna set another goal, how many birds would be like well, your goal? Yeah, I I think that. I think 650 is is what I I can shoot for now. Um, in retrospect, you know, had I planned every day of, of the year to be bird watching, 700 really isn't too. It's not too outrageous. In fact, there's a couple of guys that already have 730 in wow. the lower 48 in the same area that that I'm covering. So there are 100 birds ahead of me. I, I still that, don't get why it's called amazing. the lower 48. Well, we'll I get the still lower 48. don't get it. Because yeah. Hawaii you know, is lower than the oh, United oh, States. I, I see. You're arguing the concept. <laughs> it doesn't make <laughs> sense. No. Well, uh, do you have any more questions for him? Um, let's think. I have one comment. Pull up a chair. I hope it's not about my beard. No. <laughs> well, he does, uh, the, for uh, <laughs> listener, um, 
Mr. Kemp did not have a goatee the last time we saw him, and, and now he does. And I believe that he, he does, in fact, look more youthful. <laughs> youthful with, or youthful? Well, both. Um, <laughs> with, uh, with the goatee. But my comment was that he mentioned that he is missing Connecticut warbler. And that's a bird that we have on our list. Yeah. So I, I kind of knew you were going to rub that in. <laughs> It was we were real lucky to get it because we have we have helpers you know in our area and I I've only I think Connecticut warbler is a bird that I've seen twice and heard twice you know it's a tough one yeah yeah I'm, people get them every year obviously but but uh, I did look for it in Minnesota in June didn't find it uh, but but a nice bonus bird there was blackback woodpecker. Which is which is the only only one of those that I've seen this year. Nice. We're, we're kind of hoping to get maybe. Uh, I think blackback is in. Blackback. Uh, mm-hmm. American three-toed. Those are two mm. Did you say American three-throed? Three-toed. Is that like a toad? Three toes. Three toes. Yeah. Oh. Most woodpeckers have four toes, two in front, two in back. Mm. I was uh, Ruby. Um, what? <laughs> Pull up a chair, Chan. Yeah. Um, Mr. Kemp, uh, I think we're out of questions, right? You don't have any more questions. Mm. So it, he has. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it still working? We're good. Okay. Um, he has brought out some things out here. I was going to just open the floor to Mr. Kemp to see if he oh, wanted yeah. to share anything. He's got a couple of books and a binder. And well, obviously I've, I've used eBird extensively this year, so my list is on eBird. Mm-hmm. But also as a Christmas present, one of my sons gave me a, a birder's year list and journal, so I keep track, handwritten, in, uh, oh, that's in very the good. back of that. See, that's old so school with, right there. With the dates of each sighting and with the number of, of each sighting so I can look back and say, okay, you know, Bachman Sparrow was number 162 or I don't think it was, but whatever. Where did we get um, Black Rail? Black Rail was in Colorado, <clears throat> which okay. is which is pretty interesting to me. They they nest along the Arkansas River in southeast Colorado. Oh, I seem to, yeah, I think we, you had shared that, and I think um, yeah. a friend of ours, Elliot Tramer, was kind of surprised that they, yeah, were, it's, they were there. It's, it's a surprise to me, too, but, but uh, my son Matthew and I had heard them out there many years ago, and, and again, eBird reports, although it's an interesting one because it's a sensitive species on eBird, right. so they don't show the specific sites. Right. But if you do a little, a little math and a little sleuthing, you, you can, can figure, figure out. out. I'm gonna have to. to go. I'm gonna have to do that for uh, northern hawk owl at some point. You know, they, they, you know, That's they a, do the same yeah, thing with northern yeah, hawk owl. Same thing. Yeah. Ooh, bingo. You got, you got another question. What was your first bird? First bird of the year was was eastern screech owl. That was our first bird that of the year. Ours. Yeah, and that was in that was in Florida. Yeah. Um, 
Ours was in our tree. <laughs> it's nice to start a big year in your yard. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah. Came right to us. Yeah. And then, do you remember your second bird? The second bird? Mm-hmm. Are you, you going to go through all 628? I, I don't, but I, I could look at my list. Morning dove. It's a morning dove. Oh, you looked it up? Yeah. <laughs> she, Very good. she was looking was at the list. I was going to say cat bird, but, but morning dove is, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we I think we've uh, covered what we wanted to cover. Oh, what was your last bird that you have seen? Six twenty eight. Yeah. Number six twenty eight was Leconte's sparrow, mm. and up in the UP, in the Upper Peninsula. Okay. Yep. That's, okay. A, that's a good one. And I, that was that was the the last uh, sparrow that I needed for the United for the United States this year. So he's got all the sparrow species. All the sparrows. Um, I don't. I don't have that bird on my life list or Nelson's sparrow either on my life list. You will eventually. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Have wait. Take do your time. You, do you know how many um, hummingbirds you have gotten? How many what? Hummingbirds. Oh, hummingbirds, and. I, I think I've seen 14, wow. 14 species. I'd, I'd have to check on that, but I think that was the count. And that, in, that includes, that's all of the usual U.S. hummingbirds, plus bearline hummingbird and white-eared hummingbird. White-eared was in Ramsey Canyon? Uh, white-eared was at Beatty's Guest Ranch. Uh -huh. White-eared yeah. sounds okay. like a, like... Um, like a chickmunk or like a squirrel. <laughs> okay. Like a dog. There was a white-eared. There was a white-eared just down the road from where my dad and I were at yeah. in Arizona, um, at Ramsey Canyon, and we didn't bother to even. <laughs> you know, it's it was right there. Did you get it? No, you we didn't, didn't go. No, no. Did you know of it? I did, and oh. I did walk down one day, uh, but. It's. I walked all the way down there, and it said call for you know, like to. You know, it was at a, a bed and breakfast type of place, right, but you had right. to kind of get permission to go there, and I didn't have my phone on me, and I didn't want to walk in to you know without yeah. doing it. But but anyways, yeah. I I mean I've seen white eared in uh, Central America, yeah. But uh, it would have been nice to be on the U.S. list, I right. guess. So. All right, there, lady. You want to sign it, sign off. Thank Mr. Kemp. Signing off now. This <laughs> goes Ruby Brzezinski and Tom Kemp. Goodbye. Now. Thank you once again for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs>